Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey guys, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Ben is on the trip that he has been talking about for weeks, the golf trip with Chris Harrison and Wells in Orlando. So I am joined today by my wonderful co-host, Ari Leyendyke, Bachelor 22. (laughs) How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me, Ashley. Appreciate it. Ari, we always love having you. You're always a fun interview. Um, you guys, you and Lauren, just celebrated your fourth anniversary in Hawaii. You guys have a house in Hawaii, and you spent like about a, a month there. You usually guys spend about a month whenever you go out there, right? Um, yeah, this time it was like, I think two or three weeks. Okay. Yeah, you have to make it worth it. You know, when you travel with kids, little kids, it's like you can't just do short trips. So we try to plan you know, a good amount of time. Yeah, it was awesome. We actually spent some time at this um, wellness retreat, which was hilarious, by the way. The first thing they did was give us like a body assessment. And apparently I'm overweight. So my New Year's resolution is is to, you know, cut up a little bit, get back to the bachelor, uh, you know, weight, which is about 185. So I got 15 pounds to lose, I guess. Is this like the Nicole Kidman show, Nine Stranger, 11, wait, 11 perfect, nine perfect strangers? Yes. It's exactly yes. like that. Oh no, they literally that's put scary. Me on this, 
Oh, it was so funny. I was so hungry. We ordered a smoothie <laughs> and it was literally just like ground up pineapple. And I'm like, great. <gasps> it's exactly you. like that with the smoothies. Were they spiked? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but it was pretty funny. We actually went down to a different resort so we could have French fries one day. But I don't know. It was fun. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you're not locked down or anything, but what is your daily routine at a wellness retreat? It kind of makes me worried that the people there are going to be like too hippy dippy. And I'm like, guys, my brain will not let me get there. I just want to paint a picture for you. It was, um, you know, obviously very beautiful, very Zen, quiet. Everyone is wearing like linen, no. like, <laughs> like uh, earth tones. And then Lauren is wearing like bright, bikini tops and people were just like they couldn't even it was just hilarious it was it was just a real interesting place um but i will say i knocked i knocked it when we first got there and then by the end of the, the stay we were there for three nights i actually really enjoyed it it was a nice kind of get away from the kids because we haven't really had that for ourselves in a long time um and i think i didn't actually lose some weight so there you go did they like take your bmi yes yes <laughs> oh my god well Ari you look fantastic I can never imagine anybody saying that to you but I'm also assuming that like this is the kind of place there's no TVs in the hotel rooms there was actually a TV there but you know they had like a a, 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 like activity list for us every day it was hilarious it was like very scheduled we had barely any free time it was a lot of uh, it was it was just hilarious but it was much needed, and I still suggest that people go and maybe try it out because it was still nice, right, babe? Yeah. Yeah, she liked it, so we're good. So this was the fourth anniversary retreat for you guys. It was solo time because you had the three kids staying with your friends, Bella and Dallin Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How? Yeah, Bella have- and Dallin are like the sweetest couple. They're you know they're just i don't know they had a blast watching them honestly we kept checking in with them they did such a good job so um hats off to them because they really kind of saved the day and watched them for us that's so awesome so like they don't have kids but they were all of a sudden gifted three children to watch did it make them did it feel like birth control for them or are they (laughs) are they right No, I feel like they really want to be parents. So I think they're, you know, they're trying and I think they are, we're just like up for the task, you know, honestly, and they're the sweetest. They're so patient with them and the kids love them. So I think they actually had a good time. So I I think it was like a win-win for both of us. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, Ari, the other big thing that you had at the beginning of the year, in, in addition to your fourth anniversary, which can you believe it's been four years? It's wild. It's gone by like that. But I think that happens when you have kids and it's just time is flying by, honestly. And it's just been like the bachelor seems almost like a dream now because it was, you know, over four years ago. And obviously, um, you know, season 22, gosh, I don't even know what season we're on right now, but it's, it just feels like we, yeah, we met that way, but it's almost unbelievable now to see where we're at now. So it's just kind of, it's funny to look back. Well, okay, so what I was saying, in addition to your anniversary, you also have Peacock's The Traders out. That debuted the, the second week of January, and it's it's a contest show where basically you are put with a whole bunch of other reality star contestants and some American, what they call the American, um, like, they're pro gamers, 
what does that mean to be a pro gamer? Yeah, they split it up into people who are really good at gameplay and then also um people who are really good at reality TV. <laughs> yeah, reality reality TV uh personalities that might have a little treacherous history maybe. Okay. Okay. And so you put that all together. <laughs> Um, you know, you live in a castle in Scotland for a month and you have to uncover who the traitors are. And every day someone either gets m murdered or banished is the gameplay. Um, and you're you're also doing these these missions to gain money for the collective pot, which at the end, if there's a faithful left, they split it. Or if there's a traitor with amongst them, the traitor gets all the money. So that's kind of the premise of the game is like to uncover the traitor so they don't get to the end of the game. But every every day there's somebody murdered. Correct. So every day you sit at a big round table and you guys all vote on who you think the traitors are uh -huh. or a, a traitor and try to banish them. Um, so the whole group, you know, you know, comes up with theories and ideas of who a traitor could be. And then they vote somebody out and that person's banished. And then that evening, um, somebody gets murdered. The traitors get to select who gets murdered. So two people go home per day, essentially. <laughs> is the murder just a walking out the door moment or is <laughs> yeah. there something more dramatic about it? I mean, yeah, you're, <laughs> if you, you're issued a death warrant that says like, Hey, you've been murdered. And that's basically the end of your game. Um, but yeah, it was insane because uh, it's crazy when you put a group of people together and you try to figure out who the traders are and how quickly people bandwagon and like tunnel vision and gang up on somebody. Essentially, you have nothing to go off of other than their personality or maybe like an inkling you have or so it's a really an interesting social experiment on how people when you put them together, how they kind of pit themselves against each other, which is, I mean, it's kind of hard to watch back on some of the moments, to be honest. But um, yeah, there really isn't much to go off of other than like first impressions and, and little clues here and there. Did you find yourself being like, that's him. He's a traitor, like immediately. Or did you try to give it more thought? Well, you know, the, here's the thing. It's like, it's really like interesting because the loudest voices in the room typically got murdered. <laughs> <laughs> so i was like really like quiet in the beginning of the game because i was like okay i don't want to make big waves because the people who were very opinionated and were like ashley's a traitor i know it i saw the way she looked at me or you know whatever you know people would be like okay and then if i was wrong they'd be like well he must be a traitor because he's pointing the finger at ashley so <laughs> let's get him out next next round or you would get murdered by the traitors so the the best gameplay in the beginning, I feel like, was to kind of lie low and kind of observe, more or less, um, and let people kind of take each other out and eliminate each other until kind of towards the end, to be honest. Okay. Who is the bigger drama queen of the cast? Is it Brandy Glanville or Ryan Lochte? Well, definitely Brandy. Ryan okay. is, Ryan is, <laughs> um, Ryan's the coolest dude. He's, like, so chill. He's so funny um super down to earth i really enjoyed spending time with him brandy is very opinionated hilarious um but she is like all about controversy and stirring the pot so just complete opposite ends of the spectrum really i thought that perhaps ryan was like a secret drama queen which is why i put him in that answer you know i wanted him to like surprise us all and not be like that laid-back dude who like talks like this 
Yeah, well, that, that's who he is. He really <laughs> is guy. Okay, uh, it's a Dutch show. Did you get any pointers because you were Dutch? Did you get like a little an, an easy in there? Uh, honestly, yes, because I got to I watched the entire Dutch season. Ah. They only had subtitled a few episodes for the cast, so you know I I got to watch the end, which was really important to know understand the game. Um, so that I think definitely helped because. I watched the Dutch version and the Belgian version, which I can understand both Dutch and Belgium. So it was like, you know, for me, I think I had a little advantage going in. Um, but the disadvantage, actually, the celebrity cast, the reality stars, I think we're at a little bit of a disadvantage because we had this preconceived notion about us. Um, and the other half of the cast uh, had not been on television before. So they kind of went in kind of having a little bit of like a, a vibe of like, oh, you know, Brandy could be a good trader because, you know, she can backstab people easily yeah. or, you know, like, you know, Ari, oh, he was on The Bachelor and he flip-flopped at the end. So, <laughs> you know, he's okay with holding a secret. Oh you know, my that gosh, that thought process. Well, I mean, you, you kind of have very little to go off of, so you kind of go off of anything you can. Yeah. So you're offered this role. Take me into the room that you and Lauren had the discussion in which you were going to leave for a month and play a reality game. And she was going to stay home with the three kids. <laughs> yes. So I think it came at a time when the baby started getting a little easier. And Lauren was really keen on going back to Virginia Beach and spending time with family. So she's like, okay, you go film the show. Because it's like a minimum of, I would say like five days, but like a maximum of just over a month. Mm -hmm. So she's like, why don't you go film the show and I'll hang out with my family in Virginia Beach. So okay. we all flew to the East Coast. We agreed that I would get to do it. Um, and I think it was good too. I think I think that we're at the point where we, <laughs> I mean, I needed a little break. She needed a little break. So she really leaned on family and I got to go do the show. So I think it was really good for both of us. You needed a little break from what? parenting <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'll take I'll, I'll go film this show yeah sure why not what age do you find it starts to even out a little bit because when i saw you in vegas in mid-november i think i was maybe just getting out of like a very torturous phase with dawson mm -hmm. and yeah. now i'm feeling so much relief one we've gotten a part-time nanny and it's been a godsend but mm -hmm. the other part is that um i just think that he's i don't i think he's less frustrated within himself because you know he's crawling and he's communicating better and all that so yeah. for me i would tell moms and i know every child is different mm -hmm. but like i think when you hit 10 and a half ish months you're like okay it's starting to become fun and not as much of, of course a challenge but just not as like torturous to your soul <laughs> yeah i would say for you know new parents out there like don't be ashamed to get help like yeah you know especially if you work from home like yeah. we're you know we work from home yeah so you need help i think whether it's your parents or whether that's a part-time nanny or whatever i don't think you know don't be ashamed to get help i feel like there's a little stigma with that. oh one thousand percent i think for sure when you work from home if you're like yeah. oh i should be able to do it all if i'm here and you can't you cannot you can't especially with twins so, and I also say, I always, for me at least, I feel like it gets a lot easier when you can communicate with the babies. Like we finally got to the point where I, I can ask them something and they'll tell me yes or no. Oh. And that is like huge yeah. because then, you know, they don't just cry. 
you can be like, are you hungry? And then they'll say yes. And you're like, oh, okay, you're just hungry. You know? Yes. That sounds nice. That'll be the next step. And I'm sure that like, you know, people are like, Ashley thought the hardest part was like between seven and 10 months for Dawson. It was, but I'm sure every kid's different. Were your kids, did you find that there was like a similar span of time? Cause you have three to go off of. Yeah. Uh, I say like the newborn phase where you're not sleeping, mm-hmm. you know? So, and I would say, you know, the big milestones when they sleep through the night, obviously that's a big, that's a big sigh of relief. Um, and then I would say, yes, like when they're big enough to walk around and want stuff, but they can't talk yet, I think. So you're kind of in that phase where you're going to start seeing that, like, he wants to communicate with you, but he can't. So then he gets yeah. frustrated. Yeah. So then when the communication picks up, like, right, we do sign language at uh, like the dinner table. So they say more. Yeah. They say all done. Um, and, th- and that kind of helps, too, because then you're like, you know, anytime you can communicate is like huge for me. So. I would say it's going to get easier for you <laughs> the more you transition <laughs> into that. So light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, thank you. Enough about me. Let's go back to the show because I do find the show quite interesting because uh, I want to I add a little Bachelor twist to this. Mm-hmm. If there was a Bachelor contestant of all of them, not just from the seasons you were involved in, that you could imagine being a traitor in, in the show or just in life... <laughs> Who would it be? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, dang. (laughs) I thought, how do I make this podcast juicy? Yeah, from from all seasons. Gosh, well, it's so hard. You're about to make an enemy. Okay, well, I would say who would make a good faithful would be Jojo. I feel like Jojo would be great on this show. I don't know why, because I've been asked this a couple times. I have not been asked who would make a good trader. <laughs> um, but it have to be, you know, to be a good trader, not only do you have to be able to lie to people to their face, you also have to be very convincing. So it takes somebody, I think that, man, I don't even know. I'm going to make it. Ben would not be a good trader. I'm going to mm, tell you that. I right don't now. know. Ben could be sneaky. You know, he does like, <laughs> he does this thing on the show where we like, make up stories about the cast of girls when we just see their pictures and he can really embellish and he can just like really make up a story convincingly. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, but yes, you know, on the surface, you're right. Ben is not the person you think that'll be a traitor. Okay. What what I think is great about this game, like I think that it's not about who's good at lying and deceiving. I think it's really, if you, if you think of it just as a game, like if you're playing mafia with your friends, you'll kind of understand the gameplay, you know, it's just about having a good poker face. So I almost feel like, and Chris is, and Chris is my friend. I feel like Chris Harrison would make a good trader because he would just be calm and he would be the same. He could, he could, you know, basically it's like essentially acting. And I'm a terrible actor, so I wouldn't make a good trader, even though I was a trader at the end of the show. Um, <laughs> well, spoiler alert. No, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> all all episodes are streaming. They're all so streaming. Okay. You can binge watch it now. Um, but I think Chris would make a good trader only because I feel like he could pull it off. I can see him doing that. He does have a great poker face. He can be a part of the most ridiculous situation in the entire world and still pretend like it's serious. Totally. Like same face, just like very professional. And I feel like if he handled, he could do that 
for a month straight, I feel like he could definitely pull it off. I feel like he could do it too. You know who came to my head? Chad Johnson from JoJo season. Yeah, but here's the thing. He's kind of a dick. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so people would want to murder like, him? Well, yeah, you have to be likable as well. You know what I mean? Because like, for example... <laughs> Yeah, you would just get banished, you know? Like, Brandy, that's the thing that was, I think, Brandy's downfall. She's so um, intense that people were like, you got to be a traitor. Or, <laughs> you know, we just, you know, even if you're not a traitor, we kind of don't want to hang out with you for a month straight. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, she, got, awesome. she got the boot. I feel like Chad would fall in that same category. Okay, and now I have one more Bachelor uh, integrated question. What Bachelor contestant would you least want to be part of your team? So, like, not a traitor, but, like, you wouldn't want to be working with in that environment. Um, maybe Juan Pablo because he's, like, he's, like, so offensive. <laughs> and I don't think he, he doesn't have, like, a self-awareness. No sensitivity. No sensitivity. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know if I could, like, work with someone like that because you would have to be constantly being, like, oh, my God, what did he just say? <laughs> okay good good answer good answer (laughs) all right all right well we're gonna go and talk about headlines right after this but first we need to take a quick break what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet that's why pampers swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100 percent leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy we have been a pampers family since the start with dawson it takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works and for us pampers really works Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to Black women. The way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us, they beat us, they burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. 
the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, all right. So usually Ben reads the headline and I give the story, but today I'll read the headline, give the story, and then I need a little bit of your feedback, okay? Okay. All right. So biggest headline of the week is no surprise. Nick Vial is engaged to Natalie Joy, and we obviously couldn't be more thrilled. I got to be there for it, which was really, really exciting. Nick called us a couple weeks ago. And he was like, can you guys, I'm proposing to Natalie. I'm going to have a big party at the house afterward. And I'd really love for you to come. And like my mom brain is like, oh, cross country trip. But man, <laughs> we, I am so, so happy we went. It was such a beautiful moment. It was like Nick at his very best when you know he's not a very mushy guy but when he is mushy he is so mushy and it'll like melt your heart there was so many tears from him and natalie and it was just the best i mean if you guys i know they get a lot of flack for their age gap out there in like the bachelor fandom but like if you what's their what is their age gap it's like 15 ish years oh okay why mine's mine's 10 and 11 some some months <laughs> yeah. And do you yeah. find it to be at all a thing for you guys? No. And the only time it only time it becomes a thing is like if Lauren's like, hey, we should have more kids. And I'm like, I don't want to be I'm already kind of an old dad. I don't want to be a super old dad. You know what I mean? I'm already 41. So I think that is a thing. And then also like a little bit like pop culture, like old movies and stuff. I would She's say like, pop culture is probably the big thing. If, yeah. At least if I were in a, if I was in a relationship with somebody like a decade younger, it's probably be like, oh man, you're still young. You don't remember this. <laughs> like I do that with like our employees at Audrey's all the time. I'm like, do you guys remember 2002? And they're like, I was too. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sucks for you. You didn't get to live in the pinnacle of pop culture. Yeah. I'm like, Y2K was wild, you know, <laughs> when everything was going to shut down. Yeah. She was like, I was nine. I'm like, oh. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. So just like, it was just the best night. And I guess I'll paint a picture of what Nick did real quick. He rented out a warehouse, but first he went to dinner with um, Victoria and Greg because Victoria and Natalie are super close, like best friends. So they fly out from Nashville to like go to this movie premiere with them because the thing is they're gonna meet Tom Hanks at the movie premiere. I think it's funny because like Otto came out a week earlier. So like uh, I'm pretty sure the premiere would have been like a week or two earlier, but whatever. Natalie went with it. So um, they went to a nice dinner. She had to like get all dressed up because they were going to like be at a big event. And then they take car to this warehouse and at the warehouse, Nick has hired extras to stand outside in a line yeah, with a like little, a velvet rope and, yeah and like a bodyguard uh, or a bouncer a bouncer so they get there they get out of the car and people are getting their names checked off the list they even have like a purse check because they're like oh we're not allowing purse you know we don't want like phones or anything in here because mm. Nick didn't want her to have her purse on her shoulder during the proposal which is such an <laughs> awesome little detail that he thought of <laughs> then Natalie's the last in the line uh, and then she walks in and the room is totally candlelit. She's the only one on the floor. Everybody else has gone like to like a secret like alleyway. And then Nick goes upstairs to this balcony so he can basically watch her, watch his proposal on the big screen. <clears throat> so he basically taped his proposal, just like speech, because he knew he'd be too emotional to get through it. And he wanted to actually say like all the things that he said in it. And it was beautiful. I did post my favorite line from it. And I, well, they showed at the after party, the speech on like, they projected the speech. So we mm-hmm. got to see the actual proposal and it was so, it was so good. The line is this, he goes, you know, I can't wait for you to be the, um, you know, I can't wait to start a family with you. He goes, it's mind blowing that you get to be the mother of my children. And the way that he just like kind of sobs after saying that was the most touching. It was amazing. Oh. Uh, yeah and then he walks you know after the proposal he goes okay like I'm gonna walk down the stairs now and then he comes down and oh it's just a very beautiful moment and I'm really glad that Jared and I could be part of that night in the smallest way uh yeah and the ring the ring is absolutely insanely stunning it's a 18 carat yellow gold engagement ring from brilliant Dang. earth yeah you guys can go and look at the pictures they're obviously out there there's plenty of engagement content out there so if you guys want to see what i've described it's there <laughs> very good that's cool very very good 18 carats Dang, i dude. know okay okay nick <laughs> no all right uh the other engagement party that happened this week we were very disappointed that we couldn't stay in california for it was dean and kaylin's Definitely had FOMO because Tanya and Becca was there and um, we wanted to be part of, you know, their special day too, but I didn't, we didn't want to leave Dawson with my parents for a couple more days Uh, there. It was just, of course, beautiful for them too. And the food was amazing. They talked about it in their People magazine. They're going for comfort food, grilled cheese and stuff. Uh, Can you believe that we have so many like so many married married bachelor couples coming up yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, gl- I'm like I'm catching up just from listening. I didn't even know that, so that's pretty cool. I'm so out of touch. Nick and Natalie, and then like Ben and Jess, they're not like real bachelor couples, right? But I still feel like we're getting like a lot of bachelor couples that are like getting married like down the row or are still together. Like, you know, Dean and Kaylin. Who would have thought mm-hmm. that they would last four years when we watch them on Paradise? It's amazing. And now they're going to spend the rest of their lives together. That's so cool. I do like them as a couple. I feel like I feel like they complement each other. And I feel like she's kind of down for anything. Like, she's like, oh, I'll live in a van. I'll travel with you all over the world. Like, she's like so easygoing. And she's like a very good partner for Dean. You know, I just feel like they just are a really good match. Yeah, they are. It's so cute. I love them together. Tasha Adams teases new relationship on TikTok and Bachelor Nation is geeking out. So about a month or so ago, she posted a TikTok that basically said that she was single. And mm. now she's posting a TikTok where it's like when the new guy that you're seeing asks about your dating history and then she mm. shows her time on the show and now Bachelor Nation in the comments is being like, oh my God, does this mean that you have a new man? Spill the tea. Yay, we love it. So happy for you. But she hasn't responded to any of these comments. Do you think this is just a fun TikTok or do you think that she's trying to soft launch here? I feel like it's a soft launch, but I do also, I love Tasha. first of all. Can I just say that? Same, I think same. She's the, cool, the best person. I yeah. love her so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that when you're in the public eye and you're dating, it's you, you want to just kind of take the whole pressure of announcing unless you're 100% sure that you're just like head over heels, you yeah. know, because mm-hmm. you don't want to have just like expose somebody to that, that, you know, I would say limelight, but like it can affect your relationship. You might as well just like keep it private until you both know, like, okay, it's almost like telling your parents, you know, it's like you kind of date a little bit until you really are like, this girl's like really cool. Like, then I'm going to introduce her to my parents. I feel like that's kind of like the analogy. um, If you're in the public eye. I get that. Okay. Well, I feel like Tasha. It's just going to date someone famous. I feel like she's the next person from Bachelor Nation that 1000% is going to debut a relationship with a celebrity. Is that just in my head? I can see that. Like only because it's not like people who, you know, are like seeking that. I think maybe that you can just find a little bit more common ground with someone Mm -hmm. who has also a lot of attention on them so that it's not like, I don't know, like for first, you know, this, I don't, this might sound, I don't know how this is going to come across, but like, let's say you have a lot of attention online and, you know, people stop and say like, Hey, it's really, I really loved your season. And then you're dating somebody who's never been exposed to any of that. It can be a little awkward, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. So if you, if you uh, are dating somebody that has a similar level of attention in the public eye, then it becomes a little easier because you can sort of chat about it and it just doesn't feel weird. Did you ever date anyone that was in the public eye before being the bachelor in the public eye? Yeah. Or did you rely on? Oh, really? (laughs) (gasps) I'm definitely going to keep that one close to my chest. Yeah. Yes. I've been on both ends of it. 
And I feel like when I was, let's say, coming off of the bachelorette and I was trying to date somebody, if it was very awkward to like stop and take pictures and then have your date standing there waiting for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is so that- like I can totally see that. I think I think you're on to something. Maybe Tasha is hiding. Yeah. A celebrity. Yeah. Or a reality sure. star. For Who sure. knows? Can I just dig a little bit deeper i i'm not going to be disrespectful because i totally get it but i just want to know how did you meet the celebrity that you went on a couple dates with well back in the day it was a while <laughs> back in the day yeah before there was like an infiltration of dms back in the day i was uh, i loved uh being on twitter and i was always like really snarky on twitter you okay. know i think that was like fun for me to just kind of like talk about shows on twitter and this is like before i was on <laughs> So it was DMs, but it was Twitter DMs, which I which is so different. Yeah, it was it it was Twitter DMs, (laughs) and I say that with a little sarcasm. This person was like, "I'm in LA, and I happen to be in LA too." And I was like, "It was Valentine's Day." I was like, "Okay, well, it's Valentine's Day. I don't have a date. You don't have a date. Meet me at the beach." Ooh. This person met me at the beach, and it was a really short relationship. It was very awkward, and. I still see them every now and then on, you know, social. Yeah. And it's just like, I dodged a huge bullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, lo- I love Maybe it. one day I'll reveal to you privately who, who that was. Okay. Yeah. Privately we'll do it. I'll reveal one too then. Okay. 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 So let's move on to our next hot topic, which actually one of your exes is involved in this too. Courtney Robertson. She is going to be making an appearance on Zach's season of The Bachelor. She and Victoria Fuller and Taj Wan, you know, the star of Bachelor in Paradise, who I love so much, are going to be hosting what it looks like some sort of like modeling group date. Ah. What do you, do you think that the three of them are there because they have modeling background? And Victoria, I remember correctly, had some like epic model walk during Peter's season. Oh, this is actually perfect. Uh, well, I, it's cool that Courtney's back on because yeah. I feel like she is such a great personality and I feel like she is g- good for the show. Yeah. You never know what's going to come out of her mouth. She's very witty. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, it has to be regarding modeling because that's Courtney's background. And I feel like Courtney and Victoria are, in my mind, a little similar, you know, on how they're portrayed on the show. Oh, 1000%. It's like they're both so hot. They're like unrelatable hot. <laughs> You're like, I can't ever be like her. Um, I just want to watch her. And they have the same sort of sarcastic humor which can come across as like villainous but yes. also hilarious at the same time right right uh, yeah that's cool i'm really happy i'm really happy for corny that's awesome yeah i like that too what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. 
Dry swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, our last headline for the day is Jesse Palmer says this season is less drama and more emotionally charged. I think this is not a very good headline for us. 
<laughs> okay? They're literally not even saying this is the most dramatic season ever. We've already been worried about Zach um, being the lead. And now they're like, you know what? N- we didn't get a lot of drama. So I hope you enjoy watching a love story with this guy that you guys think is boring. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I feel bad. I feel bad saying this, but I'm just saying what we're all thinking. He says, this is what Jesse says. It's all about the love story and the romance and a little bit less drama. The women are really into Zach, which we've heard otherwise um, from Ben's inside sources. And Zach's so emotionally mature and he's a guy that's not afraid to wear his emotion on his sleeve. And he's very, very intentional. And this is easily the most emotional show that we've had in the franchise. It's emotionally charged. He's looking for someone to be his best friend and spend the rest of his life with blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm worried that they don't have a lot of drama because the girls actually aren't really into him and aren't fighting over him. And like, they don't see like everybody else as a threat. What do you think? I mean, I think more about their, I feel like they're maybe losing a little bit of fan base because they do need to bring in the love story. story. I get that. I know. I think they thought this headline would go over well because they were like, oh yeah, I want to see love story. I want to see love story. But I think people just want to see a love story with Tyler Cameron. Not <laughs> You're hilarious. I'm you sorry. I'm so him? bad. I do not have something against him. I'm just trying to speak from my point, like from like the fans point of view. And gotcha. I feel really awkward because I'm going to meet Zach soon. And I think that yeah. he must be like the sweetest guy. He truly has not shown anything but like being a gentleman on the show. I think everybody's just concerned about him pulling off the lead role. Yeah. I mean, like, you see, you're going to stick 30 women in a house with a guy. They're going to be into him after at least after a few weeks. <laughs> just, <laughs> let's be honest. Like, you know, uh, you guys, I think you guys said the same thing about me. So uh, I, I, do I don't feel think like- so. I don't think not. If, no. Not when you were announced. We were like all thrilled that there was like some guy like it was kind of like fresh nostalgic blood. It was like a weird combination of like old school. bat. We love that you are an old school bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe that's what their angle is, you know, is to kind of bring it back. Because I was thinking about that the other day when, you know, when we watch shows that are out right now, like F-Boy Island and um, Groove Hotel, you know, the ones Alon yeah, did. Yeah. Like there's. Like they're really purposeful in like, okay, F boy Island's not going to take each other. It's not going to be a serious show. It's going to be ridiculous, Mm -hmm. you know, but I feel like the bachelor, like the best part about the bachelor is I think the romance. It is. It's true. It's true. It's true. You know, and the drama is fun, but I do, I do feel like to make it more of old school, an old school vibe, they need to lead with the romance and obviously drama will ensue, you know, and maybe that's just, they're just coming out of from a different angle. Yeah. All right. We will see. Maybe this, this surprises us all. This season could be the biggest surprise of them all. Now that would be a good headline. We should do PR for the bachelor. <laughs> Jesse, you're going to go out in the press store and you're going to say, this is the biggest, this, this season is the most surprising yet <laughs> because lots of people have their doubts. okay anyway we love the show and i'm sure they're gonna figure this out they they chose him for a reason yes 
But you don't watch it anymore, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> do you keep up enough to like kind of follow conversation? I mean, I have I've like tuned in here and there. I watched the end of Clayton's season. Clayton actually lives in uh, Scottsdale now. Oh yeah. I'm trying to get him to join my real estate group because I'm like, you need to be a realtor. <laughs> do you want to have a handsome man realtor group? I mean, that has an angle to it, right? I think <laughs> I know, it's, cool. it's actually a really good idea. <laughs> You're going to get a Most... lot of single ladies looking for houses. <laughs> Just a whole bunch of ex-bachelors yeah. uh, on my real estate team. Yeah. I tried to get Jason Mesnick, but he's like, I don't know why he won't leave his company and join mine. Anyways. That would be such a smart idea. I know. I was thinking I had this whole idea behind it marketing-wise. We'll see. I think Clayton will join our group. But... Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do, uh, I do feel like I will start watching if I see the trailer. Like I haven't seen the trailer yet. Have you seen it? Is it has it come out yet? Yeah, people are worried about that too. Oh no! Yeah, I feel like I feel like it was. It's going to be time for me to dive back in. I think that I think I will probably watch the season just because I like the Bachelor more than the Bachelorette because of you know the women. I think that. Yeah, the women are just, yeah. I love how they just can't handle it. <laughs> the men seem to be able to keep it on, keep their cool a little bit more. So I probably will watch this season just because I feel like I do need to get back into it. Okay. All right. Well, Ari, uh, if you do watch it, let us know so we can have you on and you can give us all the thoughts. And I'd love to obviously have you back as co-host if Ben is ever on another golf trip. Sounds good. But right now we're going to sign off. And do you remember how to do this? Nope. Until next time, I've been Ashley. I've been Ari. Good job. <laughs> Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.